Welcome back to Black Canvas. On today's episode, we're going to talk about a word that many of you guys may have never heard of, but I really want to break down the meaning of it and be able to talk about the importance of working through it. The word we're going to talk about today is called ambivalence. I know some of you guys are like, ambivalence? What is that? Well, actually, ambivalence means having mixed feelings or contradictory ideas about something or someone. A lot of times you can see someone who's torn between two opposing courses of action. Um, An example of that can definitely mean sometimes being happy or sad at the same time. Um, Sometimes you'll notice that people do struggle with ambivalence, especially parents um, can definitely struggle with ambivalence as it relates to their kids. Um, One of the best examples I can give is like if you have a mom um, who doesn't want her kids to take the bus to school, so she'll drive them to school every single day, which then can make her late to work, which then can lead to possibly losing her job or being written up due to being late. And a lot of times you'll see um, with ambivalence, it can cause a lot of stress, not only to the individual struggling with it, but it can also cause stress to the people that are surrounded by it. Um, Because ambivalence can sometimes be something that people don't understand. And a lot of times it can be something that that person himself is having difficulty understanding as well. So it's important for us when we think of ambivalence to know the importance of actually following through with our actions, but having a desired future that we're looking or planning to have for ourselves. Um, A lot of times, like I mentioned, we will have mixed feelings. So sometimes when we lose someone or lose something, um, it might be for the better. And for many of us, it might be hard to let someone go, especially someone in our family or a friend or relationship um, that's been toxic. Um, So one great example that many of us may be very aware of can be, of course, a family member that struggles with addiction. A lot of times it's hard for you to watch that loved one go through not only the stressor of being sick or dealing with depression or dealing with withdrawal symptoms or just dealing with the chronic relapse or lapses in judgments and then getting help and then going back to that same vicious cycle. So for a lot of times you'll see um, that family member possibly trying to be a rescuer or someone to try to help save that individual when in actuality that person may not be ready to change. So it's important for us when we think of changing that we have to map out our direction as needed to change, but we also need to recognize that there are disadvantages um, that possibly can be in that person's current situation and that we need to kind of understand the advantages that they have because that person is actually going through that stressor so that they do know how to at times to fight through a, a stressful situation when at times we don't understand it. Um, So it's so important if you have someone who struggles with ambivalence that we need to work on being a listening ear and hearing that person so that way we can better serve them in their need. So one example I would like to kind of share with you guys is that sometimes we can feel like we are stuck in a rut Um, on a job at times, right? It can kind of feel like the wall is caving in on us. We feel like, how am I going to ever get out of this situation? So I always believe that it's important for us to ask ourselves questions. So the first question I would ask is, why is this not working for me now? And it's important for you to really ask yourself that question. Why is this job? Why is this relationship? Why is this friendship not working for me now? 
And a lot of times when we start to think of the here and now, it helps us to understand not only why we do things, but why we surround ourselves in situations that can be stressful. Um, it's important for us also to develop a realistic goal or to change a plan that is important. If it's important for us to change it, to see if it's not working for me at this time, that it's okay for me to say no and stick to no. Um, it's important sometimes for some of us to look back at a time when we actually were doing things better. It kind of goes back to creating optimism uh, will help us to decrease those pessimistic thoughts. Um, I always like to look at it as like the, ha the glass half full instead of half empty. And you'll start to see people who really struggle with that, where they're like, I've been through so many negative things in my life, and it's hard for me to actually see a positive end or a light at the end of the tunnel. But it goes back to perseverance and resiliency. So for many of us, when we think of ambivalence, if we're having a mixed feeling about something or it's hard for us to create optimism, I think it's important for us to play the tape fully all the way through to the end to see that we have had happier moments and we have had moments where we've been upset. Um, but there's a big difference between having upset or sad feelings or being chronically depressed or being happy or excited than having zeal or zest for life. So I think it's important when we think of optimism that we're not saying that things are gonna be perfect, but we're saying that I'm willing to look at the glass half full. It's also important, you guys, for us to reflect on our strengths and acknowledge them. I always believe in positive affirmations, and there's a really great book um, by Hazleton. It's called Power of Words, and it's a book that really helps you to write out positive affirmations, but also to reaffirm them daily. And it gives you a chance to actually look back and realize that I can, it doesn't mean I negate what has transpired in my past. It doesn't mean I can actually change what's going to go on in my future, but I can create a realistic view of what I'm capable of actually achieving. And this allows me to think of things that I would like to try, new activities, new ventures that maybe I've never thought of or felt that I could actually accomplish. This will help me to understand my task and actually set tasks for myself that are realistic. Um, some of you guys, especially counselors, they may have heard of something what we call scale questions or scaling questions. Um, some people have called it as well. Um, a lot of times that goes from a scale of zero to 10 for individuals where they can determine the importance of completing or not completing tasks at times. But it also allows you to explore your goals and your values. So you'll hear someone, for an example, say on a scale of zero to 10, can you explain to me the importance of you completing this task? So it helps you to understand that you do have a point where maybe you might be halfway there and you maybe are doubting yourself, but it's important for you to kind of look back and see what am I actually doing well and what are some things I'm really not interested in doing today? And it will help me to kind of revise those goals. So I want to give you guys a moment to stop for a second and to think. I want us to really think of some of the things we have been willing to change or we considered making changes to our lives. I want us to give ourselves a minute and think of some changes that we're currently considering that we're going to make or possibly make in our future. You guys have that thought in your head yet? If not, keep thinking about it. And while you're thinking, I want you to think of the time frame you want to accomplish the goal. I want you to think of the pros and cons of actually making the change. And think of also the tension that might ensue with making that actual change. 
And now I want you guys to choose someone that you know really well or someone that you feel comfortable with that you want to discuss this change with. Um, some examples can be for people in recovery, maybe a sponsor. Um, this can also be a best friend. This can be a parent. It can be even be a coworker, someone that you feel comfortable discussing these changes with. You guys found that person? If not, keep thinking about it. Give yourself a minute to think of that individual that you trust that will help you to make the change. And once you find a person, I want you to describe to that person the change you're currently having difficulty facing. This would give you a chance to acknowledge the fear, but it will also give you a chance to face it as well. And then it'll be important for us to then do our scaling questions on a scale of zero to 10. How confident are we in making that actual change? Um, this will show us how ready and willing we are to actually make those changes. And the person now, you guys, that you've chosen, I want you to have them to write a series of questions that they will ask you. They can make up their own line of questions. And this would be important for us to think of the costs and the benefits to making the different choices or staying in our current situation. And once we can actually answer those questions truthfully, it will help us to develop discrepancies or it can help create transparency um, based on the answers that you do give. I'm going to give you guys a minute to kind of think about it and talk it over with that person. I know this can be hard, you guys, right? Just think about it. When we're already discussing something like ambivalence, it's really difficult to find that one person. But the great thing is when you do find a person that is there for you and can help you, it will help us to decrease what we like to call future tripping, uh, which means that we're going so far ahead that it's hard for us to kind of sit down and weigh our options. And a lot of times we can think in our heads so far that it's hard for us to actually plan the next step. But if we can kind of slow down and give ourselves a minute to explore our values and our goals, then we can kind of see some things that actually motivate us. And those can be intrinsic or extrinsic values. And those are values that we can live by. All right. So if you guys have talked to that friend or you started to think about it, um, they may have come up with those questions already. I want you guys to definitely after you finish listening to this podcast to really go over it in depth to go over the questions, to go over the answers. And this will help you to have a clear picture of what you're willing to work on or what you may have difficulty contemplating changing. And once we actually are able to contemplate those changes, then we can actually come up with a resolution regarding the changes we need to make. Um, I like to refer it to like a roadmap. And a lot of times when we think of a roadmap, it allows you to commit to the actual change or to remain the same. Um, and that's when we can kind of learn more about our ambivalence. And we can also realize that the road that we've paved for ourselves is placed just for us. And that it's important for us to be willing to at least take suggestions from other people that we can learn to trust. And in making the right choice, then we can actually start to have personal growth and we can learn to find happiness within ourselves. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast today on ambivalence. If you've never heard of it before, hopefully 
This podcast will have enlightened you to kind of look back at your life and to see how at times we can be torn between choices, but that when we can actually sit down and find someone we can trust to talk to and someone that can help acknowledge that we do have strengths and we do have things that we felt were weaknesses, but when, when I can actually decide that I'm ready to change and I'm able to, that I can actually turn those negatives into positives. I would love for you guys to give me feedback if you would enjoy this podcast. Um, please follow me on Facebook. Um, you can follow me at Tuma's Gift. That's T-U-M-A apostrophe S Gift, G-I-F-T. And I have books that are available on Amazon.com, um, both Kindle and paperback editions. Um, my latest book I just released this week is called Ella's Gift. That's E-L-L-A apostrophe S Gift. And I would love for you guys to go check it out. Um, It is available on Amazon, and I would love for you guys to give me feedback. If you have purchased any books in the past, please like, comment, subscribe um, to my channel here and be able to give me feedback. Email me as well um, on the horizon321 at yahoo.com. I would love to hear back from you guys. And let's remember to embrace our uniqueness because the world is our canvas. Thank you.